What a sincere pleasure it is to be here with our wonderful Daily Maverick readers, contributors, and colleagues who we don't get to see very often either. And a big welcome to the very first ever gathering, Earth Edition. So let's start by talking quickly about what we're doing here and uh, why. I think that if we're honest, for many of us historically, climate change has been a topic that has sat at the precise intersection of boring and depressing. And that's exactly what we've been aiming to change at Daily Maverick through our dedicated climate change reporting team, Our Burning Planet, and through initiatives like this one. Because we can't afford to ignore it anymore. And we also can't afford as media practitioners to make it boring. Now, as you're going to hear throughout the course of the day, spoiler alert, the news is not good per se, right? South Africa is one of the most carbon-heavy countries on Earth, and we're also already disproportionately affected by climate crisis. But I want to tell you one of the reasons why I personally have faith in our ability to adapt to our changing hellscape circumstances, and it revolves around squirrels. I recently wrote an article about this, about the Cape ground squirrel. And surprisingly few of you actually read it, which is why I will now narrate it to you <laughs> by way of revenge. Quick note, the Cape ground squirrel, confusingly, is not the squirrel that you get in Cape Town, the ones who scamper around the company gardens, right? Those guys are the eastern grey squirrels, and they were introduced here by Cecil John Rhodes because he was nostalgic for England, even though eastern grey squirrels are not actually indigenous to England. What an idiot. So eastern grey squirrels, however, are famously one of the most successful invading species on Earth, second only to white Europeans, which is why when they got here, they just went nuts, and also why they settled themselves so close to Parliament to get an in to political power. But we're not talking about them. What we're talking about are the Cape ground squirrels. The Cape ground squirrels live in the more arid parts of the country, right? And why I wrote about them is as follows. So squirrels globally have a variety of tricks up their sleeves for dealing with heat. One of the ways they cope with heat is that they actually use their tails as tiny parasols, which is obviously quite charming and also a delightful detail for a children's book, if you happen to be writing one. But what Canadian researchers also recently found out is that the Cape ground squirrels right here in South Africa are demonstrating something incredibly interesting, which is that their bodies are changing, evolving, in the course of our own lifespan to deal with the hotter temperatures that are coming their way as a result of climate change. Just think about that for a minute. It's insane. What they've observed by studying squirrels at this nature reserve in Northwest for the past 18 years is that these squirrels' feet are getting bigger and their spines are getting shorter. Apparently because a bigger foot surface helps them dissipate heat more effectively from their bodies. If you have follow-up questions, I must ask you to address them to a zoologist. But that is the, the truth of the matter. And what is truly fascinating is how fast this is happening, right? Within two decades, we can see physiological changes in mammals as a result of rising 
temperatures. It's chilling, obviously, but when I came across this research, why I wanted to write about it, is that it struck me as so perfect that it's mammals in South Africa that are leading the way in adapting to climate change. And scientists have found very limited evidence of this happening in mammals elsewhere in the world. But if it was going to happen anywhere, obviously, obviously, it would be here. Because we're a nation of adapters. It's what we do, it's what we have always done, and it's what we will do. So let's take some comfort from that. Over the course of the day, you're going to hear from some of the country's leading thinkers, doers, and also Richard Poplack. You're going, to hear, you're going to hear from the South African activist who has led arguably the most significant environmental group in the world. You're going to hear from the American journalist who wrote the first book in world history about climate change back in 1989. You're going to hear from a man who I can confidently estimate at least 80 to 90% of this room wishes was president of South Africa. We have brilliant people from agriculture, from business, from academia, and we are buzzing to get on with it.